0: market sell-off intensifies is it time to start buying stocks that's today's special edition of three minutes on markets and money wow what a week it's been already right it's the whole uh, omicron or omicron or omnicron as uh, president biden says pick your name pick your name pick, pick how you like to pronounce it <laughs> it's a variant well it showed up yesterday in california and of course uh this you know elicited more concerns to the markets markets sold off yesterday so we're going to talk about that a bit this morning. Also, you know, kind of how to position now. You know, we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, heading up to Thanksgiving, we were talking about taking some profits, raising some cash, kind of rebalancing risk, reducing risk, because there were some some technical indicators that were talking about the weakness in the markets, and we had posted these a few times. And then also we talked about seasonality, that in the first two weeks of December, there's typically weakness in the markets. Um, as mutual funds go through distributions and those type of things. And again, when you already had a very weak market, and, and we had talked about some of the internal breadth was very weak. The number of stocks above their 50-day moving average have been declining, even though the market was going up. Same thing for the stocks above their 200-day moving average. Well, that internal weakness and you know has provided that that fuel, right? It just needed a catalyst, right? We needed a reason uh, to justify the selling, so to speak. And again, the selling was going to occur regardless because again, as mutual funds have to make distributions, that's you know, going to cause some pressure on markets. And that typically happens in the first couple of weeks of every year. If you look back over, you know average performance for the month of December, Going back to the 1950s. So, you know, it was there. So, but what we need as humans, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, is that we need to assign a reason for things, right? We need to, we have to have a reason for something to happen. And so that reason has popped out to be the Omicron virus. And again, if you, listen and and read what the doctor in South Africa wrote when she first discovered this variant in South Africa. She says, there's nothing to really be worried about here. It's no reason to panic. And, you know, they were discussing some of our comments yesterday at length. And, you know, of course, the markets kind of knee-jerk react to every variant that comes along. But again, this is just the headline, right? This is the reason that we assign to the sell-off. It really has nothing to do with the sell-off. And what I mean by that is, is you know, nobody was sitting around over the last couple of days going, oh, my gosh, the Omicron variant is, is going to be. But, I mean, we were selling off already. Uh, the markets are already declining before the variant even showed up. So the, the whole world knew that the variant was going to show up three days before it actually showed up. I mean, it's pretty pretty neat, right? So this is just, you know, the point here is to, to not extrapolate headlines into reasoning and, and those type of things right? It's just that markets go through these cycles. We were very overbought. We were very extended. We were going to have a correction regardless. And and if the market had corrected because Apple announced a week ago that they were going to have weak iPhone sales, well, then we'd be attributing all to, you know, Apple and the iPhone sales, right? I mean, it's just the markets need that reason. As human beings, we have to assign a reason for something to happen, that's not always the case. And again, we've been talking about the potential weakness here in the markets for the last, you know, two weeks. And we had positioned for this by raising some cash, adding some hedges and doing some things in our portfolios to prepare for it. So here it is. So now what? Uh, Well, first of all, I wanted to direct your attention to this chart. There's some critical things that are going on that are worth paying attention to. First, if we go back to October of last year. And we kind of draw a line across the, you know, the market's been this very nice kind of, you know, 45-degree angle ascent really since October of last year. And and by the way, if you don't remember that far back, back in uh, September and October of last year, we had two 5% corrections back-to-back. And the markets got very oversold, very negative. And then from that kind of low point in October of last year, we've had this kind of this 45-degree angle rally in the markets. And the corrections that we had along the way, and we've talked about this numerous times, is that every time the market corrected, we either corrected back to the 20- or the 50-day moving average. But there's a very defined angle of ascent. And if you take a line and you kind of just draw a straight line across the tops and the straight line kind of across these bottoms where we were touching along the 50-day moving average – it, you'll see this kind of very uh, defined angle of ascent that's been narrowing, right? The range of price movement has been getting more and more confined. So think about, you know, compressing a spring, right? You kind of keep pushing the spring, pushing the spring, getting it closer and closer and closer. And then if you let it go, it, it you know, springs back, you know, very quickly, right? It has a lot of, of force to it when that uncoiling occurs, and that's kind of what's happened here is that we broke through the bottom of that accelerating trend line and as soon as we did that the market that kind of triggered all the algorithms etc and then that's kind of where all the selling really started to occur and we've had this kind of very sharp decline over the last you know few days in particular uh back down here to the 50-day moving average yesterday so yesterday we are sitting right at the actually just slightly below it but it won't matter um, but we're kind of sitting on the 50-day moving average right now, and so that's probably going to provide some support. This morning, uh, the markets are looking to open up about 250, 260 points. Now, that's not going to be enough to recoup yesterday's losses. Now, that's the important thing, right? We're going to, we'll are gonna we be up a little bit this morning. The question, we were up yesterday morning too, uh, about 300 points yesterday morning, and then wind up giving it all up because of the Omicron variant discovery in, in California. So, you know, We weren't done with the selling yet is all that means right Uh, we just had more selling to go and as soon as that news kind of showed up you know more algorithms kicked in to sell stuff but the selling was already going on anyway so we'll see we'll have a little bit of an open uh this morning it's a little bit higher but uh, i suspect that you know we could finish the day on the upswing today um that would be decent and and we need to kind of hold this 50-day support level And that's going to be really important here. If the markets failed to hold that support, now just below that, we've got the 100-day moving average, which has been really good support ever since those October lows. That was the low in October. That was the low in November. That was the low back in uh, kind of mid-March when we had the the tech route back in mid-March. That was where Arc sprung a leak. Um, That was also the support line and and the recent sell-off in September, October of this year. Right? So you know we we we've got some good support here to the markets and and we're getting very oversold very negative sentiment the number of uh bears that are um, bearish right now have have risen sharply the cnn fear grid gauge is is very low here so you know we're probably getting set up for that end of the year kind of santa claus rebalancing positioning rally and so One thing we want to talk about today is, you know, looking for some areas of opportunity to start adding some money back into your portfolio, where to be looking for those opportunities. Also, though, I'm going to talk with Michael Leibwitz today. You know, there's a lot of similarities between where we are in the market today in 1999. And Michael just wrote a report yesterday that's on our website, realinvestmentadvice.com, talking about using valuations as a measure of this and not just from a, a function of saying, oh, market's overvalued, but... You know, are they overvalued relative, really, to where we were in 1999? And and what does that portend to the future of returns for investors? That's three minutes on markets and money today. Be sure to get by our website, realinvestmentadvice.com, for our latest blog posts, newsletters, and more. It's all there to help you know what we're doing with our portfolios so you can do better with yours.